0: Hi, my name is Dan Rielli and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project, who'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Dorian Raymer, research assistant at the Ocean Observatory Initiative at the University of California, San Diego. Okay, so I'm sitting with Dorian Raymer. Nice to meet you. And you won the Physics Ignoble
1: Award. Isn't this exciting? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. What What did you do when you heard? Um, I was just coming back from lunch, so I went back to work. Oh, wow. That's exciting. <laughs> no, it's pretty exciting. I told my friends in the lab and then... Wait, wait, wait. Aren't you supposed to keep it a secret? Yeah, you are. Wow. So you violated this rule. No, I have a big trust ring that I can keep under wraps. <clears throat> Apparently it worked because no one found out about it. <laughs> Very good. Okay. And now you're in the physics department? I used to be, but n- no longer. Yeah. I moved on a little bit. I work for the Ocean Observatories Initiative now. Ocean Observatory Initiative. What yes. What is that? Uh, it's a big collaboration, sort of, between all the major oceanography institutions, like Scripps Research Institute Oceanography, um, Woods Hole, NOAA, all sorts of people. It's, it's bigger, I don't even know. It's so big. And, and what do they do? Um, they're forming just a big initiative to kind of standardize the way oceanographic data is collected and, and stored and transmitted. One of the things. Sounds incredibly useful. Maybe they should have won this award. Maybe, but it's <laughs> probably even it's too good. But yeah, it spans the whole globe. It's really cool. Okay, so what, what did you win for? What, what was the big discovery? Um, I don't know if I discovered a lot, but I studied knots forming in string, everyday items. They're kind of motivated by Murphy's Law, where if you have something that can get knotted, it will get knotted. Okay, you know, there, was a, there were quite a few people who won this thing for Murphy's Law. I remember about 12 years ago,
0: there was a guy who won the award for the toast falling yeah. on the butters. Did you watch that award ceremony? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I was actually in the audience when oh. this happened. It really inspired me. Really? Yeah, it was great.
1: Okay, so, so you have strings like where? Um, where do I have them? Where does anybody have them? No, in, in a- anybody. Where? Anybody has them. Headphones, backpacks with computer cords, you know, for your power plugs, garden hoses. Okay, and now the question is Jewelry. what? The question is, maybe the question is posed, why does it, why is it so easily form knots that are so difficult to get undone? And, and why don't they stay straight? Yeah, exactly. Or why don't they just become even straighter? Yeah, maybe, but that seems sort of counterintuitive. But it's a good question. So, so what what did you find? Um, I found that indeed it is because they're not straight, and the coiling of it is part way there. But as soon as an, as soon as the ends move through the coils, then that's when the knots happen. I see.
0: And are there particular knots, or there just all kinds of knots? Is there kind of order to the knots? Are they trying to do the ones that are most
1: difficult to take off? Um, well, there's a certain order, because you could say that the knots all form um, that are formed fall under a certain kind called prime knots, but that just means that there's only one knot there. Prime knot means that you can't reduce it into two other knots, just like a number. Um, and you can't get those. It just means that you have basically the same thing happen twice where in some way, and you can show that they are two knots. But other than that, you can identify them and show that they, they're part of a pattern of a table that exists called, some people call it the knot zoo, but it's just called... Um, a Table of knots, I guess.
0: I see. So there's a whole cata- catalog of knots of yes, all sure different types. Yeah, it's
1: pretty interesting. There's a whole branch <laughs> of mathematics called knot sorry, theory. sorry, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's knot theory. Interesting. <laughs> Unbelievable. <Interesting>. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting that they can figure these things out all like abstractly. Yeah. So, so you're saying that the cables from
0: your computer get tied in different knots. Like the, the the power cord and, yeah. and stuff. It's just like your tennis shoelaces, the same thing. So so if I have a nice computer like an Apple versus a, an unhappy computer like an IBM PC, do they do they make different knots? One yeah. of them is more evil. Yeah, probably the IBM is more evil. <laughs> and get
1: <clears throat> okay. Now, how did you move from knots to oceanography? Um, pretty unrelated. I just kind of was also working on. Computer. Pr- I have a I have an open source project that I work on called Nobu, and um, all the work that I did for that kind of let me get this other job where it's totally unrelated. I see. And how did you get to Knox? Well, what you just um, one day had a dream. Well, I was an undergraduate when I started working with Professor Smith, who is my advisor, and um, undergrad where? At UCSD, uh-huh. University of California, San Diego, and um, I was gonna attended to do a, a second major from um, after physics doing in, in not theory no just no. in math uh-huh. and this was an excuse to learn a little bit of topology and not theory for, f- for getting paid instead of paying for doing it and then you know somehow this whole experimental not thing happened and then I just kept doing it and then it worked out where it was kind of cool uh, so did you got your PhD in UCSD as well uh, I didn't I haven't gotten that yet
0: <laughs> oh okay so you so you're you're you've started working on uh, research. research no, no. I
1: did a lot of research with Doug and I I didn't end up going to grad school. I did research on bacteriophage packaging. Um, viral packaging and, and then not theory and then I suddenly just moved on to oceanography stuff.
0: Well, I sure hope you're not going to leave not theory given how exciting Actually, it
1: is. I am working on a collaboration right now and some person I won't I guess I won't say who yet, but they've been able to simulate my experiment in a computer and it's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sure, no problem. Thanks, Dan.
0: This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, Professor of Behavioral Economics at Duke University. Learn more at research.duke.edu.